0: we love a bit of fun fact friday oh, do we want but today we're just going to change it up i mean just for this specific but obviously fun fact friday will occur but right now i thought we could do a bit of feedback friday
1: ah we like a bit of alliteration here at uh, newswell don't we we do yeah
0: but of course when i say feedback i'm not saying i don't want you to tell me how you think i'm going i, I don't know thank you um, <laughs>
1: All right, I'll put away the list.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Tuck that uh, scroll away. Uh, we got feedback from some listeners. Uh, Dan loved our interview on the wealth tax earlier in the week. Thank you, Dan. Kyoda, If you haven't listened yet to that, you can check that one out in the feed. Uh, and then while you're there, follow us so that you don't miss another one.
1: Yeah, we also got something from Mike uh, all the way from Colombia. Hola.
0: Nice. I wonder if
1: Mike's come across Pablo Escobar's Cocaine Hippos.
0: Yeah, that's a really great question. If he's seen them on the street, yeah.
1: Anyway, Mike wanted us to keep up the great work.
0: I'll try. You know, that's a nice thing to say, isn't it? Um,
1: <laughs> Kitty, he messaged us as well, and Kitty wants to know what kind of dog Bean is. Oh, he's a griffin. Oh, okay. He's a grumpy little griffin. He's a grumpy little griffin.
0: Keep the feedback coming. We love it. And who knows, we might do another Feedback Friday, and we'll read your feedback out. I don't know.
1: this is Newswell, I'm Emil,
0: And I'm Imogen And this is what's worth talking about It's one of the last chances for any rugby World Cup hopefuls to get in the mix With the Super Rugby semis this weekend We have World Cup winning coach Steve Hansen in to break it all down
1: for us Also we'll explain what Beyonce, football and inflation have in common
0: could you bounce a stone off water for the length of four buses? Meet the person who can and then join our mission to start a new national championship.
1: And as promised, Fun Fact Friday is coming up at the end of the show as well. That's all coming up in a moment here on Newsable.
0: Newsable takes time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz support.
1: Well, the Super Rugby semi-finals are starting tonight with the Crusaders taking on the Blues.
0: The Chiefs play the only non-Kiwi team in the playoffs, the Brumbies, tomorrow night.
1: Yes, as, as long-suffering Highlanders and Hurricanes fans, respectively, we are uh, now completely impartial observers—the
0: most impartial.
1: Yes, with our teams having been denied the chance for glory.
0: It's someone else who we're also sure is totally impartial—is World Cup-winning former All Blacks coach Sir Steve Hansen and he's on the line. Kia ora, Steve.
2: Kia ora. how are you guys?
0: I'm, I'm great thank you, how are you?
2: Yeah couldn't be any better.
0: So who's going to win?
2: Oh who knows but uh, <laughs> look let's just hope they're exciting games and they get people excited about them but the you know, Chiefs have been on fire. it um, be really disappointing to see them drop the ball this close to getting into a final and you know the Blues Crusader battle is always great. Um Crusaders kept them to zero last time, so I don't think Leon and the Blues boys will be that happy about that. So that should be a good tussle.
1: How do you reflect on the season so far, Steve? You reckon it's been a goodie?
2: Uh, it's been interesting. I mean, hmm. the Super Competition it, it comes under a lot of scrutiny, and uh, you know, there's some good ideas coming out of Australia about how to jazz it up a bit, and you know, hopefully um, we are open and flexible enough in our thinking to maybe try that. I think um, the idea of having a draft and the idea of being able to interchange players between, you know, travelling to Australia is just like travelling from Invergargle to Auckland. So I shouldn't hold any fears with you know our our New Zealand players being able to play for the All Blacks. Mm.
0: Uh, Who's been your standout player of the season from any team?
2: Uh, Well, to be fair, I haven't seen all of them play that often, but uh, the guy I have seen play uh, who's impressed me every time he's played, is Damien. I think he's had a great season. Bowden's starting to come right too, just quietly.
1: Lurking in the background of everything this year, Steve, is you know the World Cup later this year. Um, you, of course, uh, have a long and successful history with World Cups. And looking at selections, I'm curious, we're getting to crunch time in Super Rugby now. Do these matches and how you perform under this kind of pressure matter more to the selectors?
2: I would imagine they do. I think being able to stand up in these big moments when the pressure's on is the closest you're going to get to replicating pressure in the All Blacks. I mean, there's a big gap between Super Rugby and International Rugby. However, seeing someone, how they deal with that uh, pressure at that level is really important. And um, the guys will be watching the players, particularly the younger guys, that they don't have any history at performing at All Black level. Our new guys, they'll be wanting to see how they go. Uh,
0: looking ahead to the World Cup, what's your assessment of, of where the team's at at the moment?
2: Pretty good, I think. They finished off last year uh, reasonably well. Um, you know, obviously, they, they blew the last 10 minutes of the England game, but up until then, they had that game comfortably in the bag and then made um, a couple of errors um, from the drivers, but you know that can happen in football, so they'll have learnt from that. Better learning there than... You know, at the World Cup, it's a tremendously tough side of the draw. You know, have got four, I think, of the top five countries in the world on that side of the draw. So, mm. there's going to be some good sides get knocked out at quarter-final side. And, um, you know, possibly even one of the top-ranked sides might not make the quarter-final. So, it'll be interesting. But I think they're capable of, more than capable of winning it, if um, they have a bit of luck and uh, things go their way.
0: Would you believe that's only part of our chat with Steve Hansen? It was so good, we're going to drop the full interview as a bonus episode. Follow us on your favourite podcast platform to get it dropped right into your phone. No hassles.
1: So, big news yesterday. New Zealand is officially in a recession, squeaking in by 0.1%. We've snuck into negative economic growth for two consecutive quarters.
0: But what does that actually mean for you, for me, for everyone else? Well, we challenged our man and the OBNZ chief economist, Mike Jones, to answer two major questions in under 60 seconds. We started by asking whether a recession means inflation will start to ease.
2: Look, I
3: think the confirmation that we've had a recession really just confirms what we already knew. The New Zealand economy is fast running out of puff, and that will continue to take the steam out of inflation in New Zealand. I mean, part of the reason we've had high inflation is because demand in recent times has been relatively buoyant, but that is no longer the case and the effects of the slowdown in the economy are becoming more and more noticeable. Does going into recession mean interest rates will start to ease? No, it doesn't mean interest rates are about to fall. As a confirmation that we have had a recession, while slightly confronting, of course, isn't a major surprise. I think what it will do is just confirm in the Reserve Bank's mind that it made the right call last month in announcing it had stopped raising interest rates. We think that's the right call. Uh, There is still some speculation around that the Reserve Bank may have to raise interest rates again, but I think today's news might just see some of that speculation wound back in coming months. So that's a bit of
1: maybe good news from Mike about the economy ahead.
0: Mm, Just while we're here, I've got a question for you. What's driving inflation in Sweden? Um,
1: Pickled herring. Beyonce. Beyonce is in the musician, singer, icon, queen, Beyonce Knowles.
0: Beyonce is having an impact on inflation in Sweden.
1: You're going to have to elaborate on this one, Imogen Wells.
0: So she started her world tour in Stockholm last month, and it sparked such a frenzy for tickets, hotels, restaurants, that it actually caused a wee bump in the country's inflation rate. So she didn't start the fire, but she did throw a small log on it. Queen B played two shows in the Swedish capital to around 90,000 people all up, and so the tourism body Visit Stockholm are now referring to this bump as the Beyoncé effect. That's which I'm that's sure beautiful. will be studied uh, by economists for hundreds of years to come.
1: I love it. That is absolutely magnificent. I wonder if there's a New Zealand equivalent to that.
0: Well, we probably the chances of us having a Beyoncé effect here are slim. Um, because her world tour, in inverted commas, is so far only going to the US and Europe. We have talked about that before on the pod. Interesting. Uh, she must have one of those funny world maps that just doesn't have uh, New Zealand on it.
1: Yeah, or anywhere except for the US and, and Europe. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's
0: f- yeah. just a, an empty atlas. But I'm going to bring in a third thread here. Mm-hmm. Beyonce caused a jump in economic activity, and some economists say large football tournaments Can have the same effect. And what are we having next month?
1: We're having a large football tournament. We
0: are indeed. The Women's Football World Cup is just 34 days, 34 days away. That's all quite suck I've got tickets. I need to start planning.
1: It's snuck up, eh?
0: We'll have to see what impact that has on inflation here when that uh, next batch of figures come out. So there you go. Beyonce, football, inflation, all in one segment. (laughs) So, for your weekly dose of long-form journalism, beautifully read, subscribe to The Long Read From Stuff wherever
4: you get your podcasts.
1: Now, uh, one thing you might not know about us is Emma and I are always on the lookout for sports that we think we could become world champions at, aren't we?
0: Yes, we are. And one caught our eye recently... Because after a three-year hiatus, the World Stone Skimming Championships are coming back this year in September. They're held on the Scottish island of Isdale, population 70, and that gives us roughly three months of intense training, which sounded absolutely perfect.
1: It did. It sounded just fantastic. Uh Until we went on YouTube and uh, looked at some footage of the winners from years gone by, and uh, (laughs) oh my God.
0: They are very good at skimming stones. Yeah, they are. Very, very good.
1: (laughs) Intimidatingly good. Uh, Nonetheless, we are determined people, so we thought that we might turn to the best for some tips, didn't we, Emma?
0: We did indeed. And the best happens to be Christina Bravery. Christina's from Wales. She's one of the world's most decorated stone skippers. And she's on the line now. How are you going? Hi there. I'm good, thank you. Take us back. Do you remember that sweet, wonderful day when you first skimmed a stone?
4: Tough one that, because I've been skimming stones for as long as I can remember. <laughs> to be honest.
1: When did you realise that you were really, 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 really good at it?
4: Um, I didn't actually think I was that great at it, to be honest. <laughs> I guess being on the beach, you see a couple of people doing it. Oh, I wonder if i can go further than them. See if I go a bit further. Maybe a bit further than that. And yeah, just just realised that I had a bit of a bit of a natural flair, I guess. But uh, I guess it, it wasn't really apparent until I found out about competitions which I didn't even know existed so um and then yeah
0: had a go. To get points on the board as I understand it it's not actually about the number of skims although there is a two skim minimum it's actually length and also getting it within a uh within a signposted area right like you have to keep it within the boundary so what is your best ever throw how how far have you managed to skim a stone before
4: out of competition i I reckon i've reached at least 50 meters but in competition my best is 45 so i would like to be able to beat that if i can
1: just for context producer john i worked this out before uh, i think that's what was it am i four and a half buses Nose to tail. It was New more Zealand? than
0: one bus, which is yeah. which is impressive in itself. But I think it was three to four buses, yeah, possibly more, which it's is even way. more mind blowing.
1: Christina, why are you so good at this? Like, what is it about you? Is it do you just have incredibly powerful forearms? Um, do you have an amazing <laughs> technique? Do, 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 what's your secret?
4: I don't know. I, I guess I've always been fairly sporty and slightly competitive. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just I guess it's just a natural flair. Um, I think. The choice of the stone is right. And, and making sure you get that angle, you've got to make sure you hit the water at a 40 degree angle. Otherwise, it just dive bombs or flips.
0: Now, it's the World Championships. Have you ever picked up on any Kiwis or New
4: Zealanders being there before? Can't remember New Zealanders. There's been a few Canadians, some Americans, Japanese. I think a Japanese bloke won it a few years back. Um, Switzerland, the Swiss. they're very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't actually remember any, any New Zealanders being there specifically, no.
0: And I don't think we've got a national competition here or, in fact, have we ever hosted the World Championships. But if we did, would you come
4: and compete? I would love to come over to New Zealand. It's the one place I haven't been. <laughs> Let's log it in. Yeah. Uh, do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm there.
1: <laughs> if stuff doesn't fly us over to Sale for the um, Championships in September, then um,
0: we definitely yeah. need to be there to cover yeah. it. Excellent. We'll
1: mobilise. I look forward to it. Well done on your unusual skill, Christina. Thank and you. And we're, we're very glad that it's brought you in contact with us. It's, it was delightful meeting you. So thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it.
4: Thank you very much. Cheers.
1: So it turns out that New Zealand has, in fact, had two world stone skimming champions.
0: If anyone was going to know that, yes. it would have been you.
1: I've been <laughs> pouring over the records, uh, went down to the archives. <laughs> um, yeah, in 1997, Ian Sheriff won it. And in 2002... Alistair Judkins took the title. So if you are either of them or you know them, um, do tell them to get in touch. Maybe they can be our uh, celebrity ambassadors for the New Zealand Championships.
0: We need to make the New Zealand Championships a, a thing. I don't know how. I don't know where.
1: If, if there are any local mayors listening to this, and I'm sure there are, and you would like to pitch your town as the location for the New Zealand Stone Skipping Championships, um, uh, get in touch with us, and we'll, we'll see if we can make it happen.
0: Hey, Chris. Yes. Do you want another very broad question? I've got a very broad question Go today. on, then. What do you know about sports? Up oh, the wires,
2: go the Black Caps, and don't forget Premier League football. Oh,
0: you do love a bit of Premier League footage, do. don't you? What team is it that you supporting?
2: Oh, the current champions, Manchester City. I
0: think they're pronounced Arsenal. It's pronounced Arsenal.
2: Uh, but you know what's good about football? Yeah, what? They don't regulate sock height.
0: I'm sorry, there's a sport that regulates sock height?
2: Indeed there is, and it's cycling.
0: That's very strange. Why on earth do they regulate it?
2: Well, I know, but if you want to find out, you'll have to listen to The Big Stuff Quiz, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Oh, that's a cliffhanger indeed. The Big Stuff Quiz is brought to you by Melbourne Every Bit Different.
1: It's
0: here. It's here. It's 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 here every week. Uh still the best time of my day on a Friday. Uh and I'm sure it's yours as
1: well. You won last week. All yes, right. oh, Come oh, on, okay, kick come. it off. Right. What do you got? Imagine um, Wells, are you familiar with the drink Jack Daniels? Yes. Uh what is Jack Daniels?
0: It's a bourbon. It's well, not yes, whiskey,
1: it's so Tennessee whiskey.
0: It is ten- It is whiskey.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's distilled in Tennessee. And that is what my fun fact is about. Um, so Jack Daniels is distilled, uh, as the name's used, in Tennessee. But in the county where the Jack Daniels distil- distillery is, where all Jack Daniels is produced, mm. it is illegal to buy Jack Daniels. What? Why? Yeah, it's a throwback to the um, prohibition laws. So in 1920, the US introduced prohibition laws. Um, They were a catastrophe, and they were eventually overturned in 1933. But on a state-by-state basis, and Tennessee stayed dry, um, so all of the counties in Tennessee were were, were still dry. And counties there can legalise alcohol through a referendum, and many have, but Moore County, which is where the Jack Daniels distillery is, uh, has not. So you can't buy Jack Daniel's from a bottle store in the county where the Jack Daniel's distillery is.
0: That's a great fact. Very fun from you. Uh, mine's a fun fact. It's a fun realisation. The name of every continent starts and ends with the same letter. Well, Europe, yeah, Africa, Europe, Africa, Asia, Africa, Asia. Australasia. Uh,
1: is Australasia a continent? Australia, yeah. Australasia. Australia is is, Australia, is Australasia, Australasia a continent?
0: yeah. Is it? Yes.
1: And then America, and then one continent. Yeah, America. Yeah, one continental MS.
0: Yeah, they all start and end with the same leisure.
1: Wow, that's a good fun fact. Thank you. Nice.
0: But you know what? It's like sort of like a fun realization. Ah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do Did you, you just cut when... that one up yourself?
0: No, I still googled fun facts. Not many people know. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we leave it in your hands now, listeners. Um, vote on our Instagram. Uh, our handle is at NZ. Uh Or you can email us as well if you prefer to do things that way. We are at newsballadstuff.co.nz.
0: Well, that's Newsable for today. I'm Imogen Wells.
1: And I'm Emile Donovan. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow us on your favourite podcast player. You can leave us a rating and a review as well if you would like because it does help other listeners to discover the show. And we would just really appreciate it. You
0: can also follow us on social media to stay up to date on new episodes, behind-the-scenes content, all things Newsable, Fun Fact Friday voting... And there's there's a very important reason as to why you want to follow us on Instagram, which will all be revealed on Monday. Uh, but find us on Instagram, and TikTok by Jank Newsable. Instead, have a great Friday. Go on. Was this episode of Newsable usable? Then back NZ News by making a financial contribution at stuff.co.nz/support.